I think time is up. We uh, don't get fooled again. Good morning. Welcome back to the program. This is already the last half hour of Gesundheit with Jacobus. I hope you have enjoyed the show thus far. Of course, uh, we never get to all the topics I want to discuss. So I'm glad I, uh, I, I'm glad I prepped all the topics I did. But at the same time, sometimes I should just stay in bed and sleep, get some sleep, and just prepare less topics. But uh, neither here nor there, coming up next week will actually be live show number 800. I'm really, I'm very proud to say that. I hope many more will come your way. And as the cycle has really improved, I do believe that the topics have become very interesting over all the 17 years almost that I've done it. Come July, it will be 17 years. Now, one topic that I want to discuss is uh, fluoride. How dangerous is fluoride to your health? So this is an article that was published on a website called preventdisease.com. A very interesting website. I'll go through some of these comments on this website so that you have an idea kind of where we're going with this. Now, uh, why is this important for us? Maybe not so much for Livingston and all of you over there, but to understand fluoride and what has been going on, especially with the city commission, who pretty much said in Bozeman, we have not seen, we have not been presented with enough evidence that uh, fluoride is bad for your health. And based on that, after extensive self-studies, as some uh, board members, uh, city commission members said, after extensive uh, research which was, I don't know what it was, but they said there was not enough evidence to state that fluoride in the water would be bad for you. So I don't know what this information that I have here today is going to give to the individuals of the city commission, but let me just give you some ideas. Fluorine, F-L-U-O-R-I-N-E. Fluorine is an element, it's a gas Never occurring in never occurring in its free state. In microscopic amounts, complexed with other minerals, it is often listed as a trace mineral, a nutrient for human nutrition. The fluoride, F-L-U-O-R-I-D-E, the fluoride added to 90% of drinking water is hydrofluoric acid, which is a compound of fluorine that is a chemical byproduct of aluminum steel, cement, phosphate, and nuclear weapons manufacturing. Such fluoride is man-made. In this form, fluoride has no nutrient value whatsoever. It is one of the most caustic of industrial chemicals. Fluoride is the active toxin in rat poisons and cockroach powder. Hydrofluoric acid is used to refine high-octane gasoline, to make fluorocarbons and chlorofluorocarbons for freezers and air conditioners and to manufacture computer screens, fluorescent light bulbs, semiconductors, plastics, herbicides, and toothpaste. It also has the ability to burn flesh to the bone, destroy eyes, and seal lungs so that victims drown in their own body fluid. Once in the body... Fluoride is a destroyer of human enzymes. So we've been talking here about breaking stuff down. Once in the body, fluoride is a destroyer of human enzymes. It does this by changing their shapes. In human biochemistry, thousands of enzymes are necessary for various essential cell reactions that take place every second we're alive. Without enzymes, we die instantaneously. 
For some 50 years after governments began adding fluoride to public water supplies to reduce cavities in children's teeth, declassified documents are shedding new light on the roots of that still controversial public health measure, revealing a surprising connection between fluoride and the dawning of the nuclear age. The, uh, today, a large percentage of public drinking water in the Western world is fluoridated. And many municipalities still resist the practice, disbelieve the government's assurances of safety. Since the days of World War II, when the U.S. prevailed by building the world's first atomic bomb, public health leaders have maintained that low doses of fluoride are safe for people and good for children's teeth. That safety verdict should now be re-examined in the light of hundreds of once-secret World War II documents obtained by Joel Griffith and Chris Bryson, including declassified papers of the Manhattan Project, the U.S. military group that built the atomic bomb. Fluoride was the key chemical in atomic bomb production, according to the documents. Massive quantities of fluoride, millions of tons, were essential for the manufacture of bomb-grade uranium and plutonium for nuclear weapons throughout the Cold War. One of the most toxic chemicals known, fluoride rapidly emerged as the leading chemical health hazard of the U.S. atomic bomb program, both for workers and for nearby communities, the documents reveal. Other revelations include... Much of the original proof that fluoride is safe for humans in low doses was generated by A-bomb atomic bomb program scientists who had been secretly ordered to provide evidence useful in litigation against defense contractors for fluoride injury to citizens. The first lawsuits against the U.S. atom bomb program were not over radiation but over fluoride damage, the documents show. Human studies were required. Bomb program researchers played a leading role in the design and implementation of the most extensive U.S. study of the health effects of fluoridating, uh, fluoridating public drinking water, conducted in Newburgh, New York, from 1945 to 1956. Then, in a classified operation codenamed Program F, Frank Fluoride, they secretly gathered and analyzed blood and tissue samples from Newburgh citizens with the cooperation of state health department personnel. The original secret version obtained by these two reporters of a 1948 study published by Program F scientists in the Journal of the American Dental Association shows that evidence of adverse health effects from fluoride was censored by the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission, considered the most powerful of Cold War agencies, for reasons of national security. The bombs, the, bombs pro, the bomb program's fluoride safety studies were conducted at the University of Rochester, site of one of the most notorious human radiation experiments of the Cold War, in which unsuspecting hospital patients were injected, were injected with toxic doses of radioactive plutonium. The fluoride studies were conducted with the same ethical mindset in which national security was paramount. The U.S. government's conflict of interest and its motive to prove that fluoride is safe has not 
until now been made clear to the general public in the furious debate over water fluoridation since the 1950s, nor to civilian researchers and health professionals or journalists. The declassified documents resonate with growing body of scientific evidence and a chorus of questions about the health effects of fluoride in the environment. Human exposure to fluoride has mushroomed since World War II, due not only to fluoridated water and toothpaste, but to environmental pollution by major industries from aluminum to pesticides. Fluoride is a critical industrial chemical. The impact can be seen literally in the smiles of our children. Large numbers of U.S. young people, up to 80% in some cities, now have dental fluorosis, which is the first visible sign of excessive fluoride exposure, according to the U.S. National Research Council. The signs are whitish flecks or spots, particularly on the front teeth, or dark spots or stripes in more severe cases. Less known to the public is that fluoride also accumulates in bones. The teeth are windows to what's happening in the bones, explains Paul Conant, professor of chemistry at St. Lawrence University in New York. In recent years, pediatric bone specialists have expressed alarm about an increase in stress fractures among U.S. young people. Conant and other scientists are concerned that fluoride linked to bone damage by studies since the 1930s, may be a contributing factor. The declassified documents add urgency. Much of the original proof that low-dose fluoride is safe for children's bones came from U.S. bomb program scientists, according to the investigation. Now, researchers have reviewed these declassified documents, fear that... Now, researchers who have reviewed these declassified documents fear that Cold War national security considerations may have prevented objective scientific evaluation of vital public health questions concerning fluoride. Wow. Like that was the only solution he had to keep the country safe was add fluoride. So not only has the public been part of a huge study, but they said the only way to build atom bombs and to have the nuclear weapons ready is by using fluoride. Information was buried, concludes Dr. Phyllis Mullinex, former head of toxicology at Forsyth Dental Center in Boston and now a critic of fluoridation. Animal studies Mullinex and co-workers conducted at Forsyth in the early 1990s indicated that fluoride was a powerful central nervous system toxin and it might adversely affect human brain functioning even at low doses. And um, new epidemiological evidence (laughs) from China adds support showing a correlation between low-dose fluoride exposure and diminished IQ in children. Mullinex's results were published in 1995 in a reputable, 1995 folks, that is uh, 22 years ago, in a reputable peer-reviewed scientific journal. Austrian researchers proved in the 1970s that as little as one part per million fluoride concentration, one part per million fluoride concentration can disrupt DNA repair enzymes by 50%. And when DNA cannot repair damaged cells, we get old fast. Fluoride prematurely ages the body, 
mainly by distortion of enzyme shape. Again, when enzymes get twisted out of shape, they cannot do their jobs. This results in collagen breakdown, eczema, tissue damage, skin wrinkling, genetic damage, and immune suppression. Practically any disease you can name may then be caused. All systems of the body are dependent upon enzymes. When fluoride changes the enzymes, this can damage the immune system, digestive system, respiratory system, blood circulation, kidney function, liver function, brain function, and thyroid function. The distorted enzymes are proteins, but now they have become foreign protein, which we know is the exact cause of autoimmune diseases, such as lupus, arthritis, asthma, and arteriosclerosis. Dr. Yamuyanis, former science director of the National Health Federation, cited a 1990 study of 541,000 cases of osteoporosis that found a definite connection between hip fractures in women over 65 and fluoride levels. The study was written up in JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. Several other major studies are cited. Massive amounts of research, again, all reaching the same conclusion. The undeniable correlation of fluoridation with osteoporosis and hip fracture in the elderly. He cites dozens of international scientific studies proving beyond the shadow of a doubt that fluoride has caused thousands of cases of osteoporosis, skeletal thinning, fractures, rubber bones, anemia, and rickets. Fluoride also causes osteoporosis by by creating a calcium-deficient situation. Fluoride precipitates calcium out of solution, causing low blood calcium, as well as the buildup of calcium stones and crystals in the joints and organs. What are the economic advantages of putting it in the water? Instead of paying money to dispose of toxic waste, so lobbyists, for, uh, let me see, millions of tons, um, millions of tons of this poison are produced every year. Imagine the cost of containing and disposing of these mountains of waste every year. It is in the billions. So what, what are they doing now? Instead of paying money to dispose of toxic waste, money could now be made by selling fluoride to the water companies of the nation. They basically use the public water supply as a sewer for industrial wastes, and since there is money to be made, the vicious cycle has continued for decades. Now, this is some comment by experts. These are This is Paul Conant, PhD, Biochemistry. He says, when historians come to write about this period, they will single out fluoridation as the single biggest mistake in public policy that we have ever had. David Kennedy, uh, dentist, president of the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, says, Water fluoridation is the single largest case of scientific fraud promoted by the government, supported by taxpayer dollars, aided and abetted by the ADA and the AMA in the history of of the planet. William Hersey, PhD, President of the Union of Professional Employees of the EPA. Sodium fluoride is a registered rat poison and roach poison. 
it has been a protected pollutant for a very long time. Granville Knight, medical doctor, president of the American Academy of Nutrition, he says sodium fluoride is a very toxic chemical acting as an enzyme poison, direct irritant, and calcium inactivator. It reacts with growing tooth enamel and with bones to produce irreversible damage. Then the next is uh, Charles Gordon Hyde, H-E-Y-D, Hyde, medical doctor, president of the American Medical Association. He says, I am appalled at the prospect of using water as a vehicle for drugs. Fluoride is a corrosive poison that will produce serious effects on a long-range basis. Any attempt to use water this way is deplorable. I can't believe that all these people have not made a change in the minds of the Bozeman City Commission. Uh, Al Allison, medical doctor, president of the California Medical Association, Robotry. No physician in his right mind would hand to his patient a bottle filled with a dangerous drug with instructions to take as much or as little of it as he wished. So no physician in his right mind would hand to his patient a bottle filled with a dangerous drug and then say, take as much or as little as you wish. And yet, the public health service is engaged upon a widespread propaganda program to insist that communities do exactly that. The purpose of administering fluoride is not to render the water supply pure and potable, but to contaminate it with a dangerous toxic drug for the purpose of administering mass medication to the consumer without regard to age or physical condition. Albert Schatz, PhD Nobel laureate for discovering streptomycin. He says, fluoridation is the greatest fraud that has ever been perpetrated and it has been perpetrated on more people than any other fraud has. Dean Burke, PhD, National Cancer Institute, says more people have died, listen to this, more people have died in the last 30 years from cancer connected with fluoridation than all the military death in the entire history of the United States. Now, that's quite a quote, isn't it? Let me say that again. More people have died in the last 30 years from cancer connected with fluoridation than all the military death in the entire history of the United States. EPA scientist Dr. Robert Carton. Fluoridation is the greatest case of scientific fraud of this century, if not of all time. So those are quite the, uh, the statements, in my opinion. Um, filters. What kind of filters do you use? Well, you can try all kinds of filters. Uh, the, is, the issue, though, is that uh, some filters will take out... You, you're probably going to end up more with a filter that is in the two to $400 range, a more expensive filter, uh, but some of them will take out the fluoride, others will take out the mineral, then fluoride, and then take out minerals, and others will take out the fluoride and leave the minerals in. You kind of have to figure out which one, uh, which one you want. Um, distilled water is debatable. Some people think it's great, other people think it's not. Um, there is still, I think... I wouldn't do uh, distilled water unless you are dealing with the specific issues where you have to detox from all the minerals, heavy metals that you have in your body. 
because it leaches the minerals out. But at some point, you're going to have to replenish the minerals because, like we say, minerals are also part of the enzyme function. Uh, this was another article that came out that says fluoride may cause cancer. A study associating drinking fluoridated water with osteosarcoma, which is a rare malignant bone tumor, was recently published on Cancer Causes and Control, which is an online peer-reviewed journal of Harvard University. It's called Cancer Causes and Control. Elise Basson, a clinical instructor in oral health policy and epidemiology, who led the study, wrote in an email that she found a significant relationship between fluoride and cancer, contradicting the findings of her dissertation advisor, Chester Douglas, the chair of the oral health policy and epidemiology department at the Harvard School of Dental Medicine. Now, so she went straight against the guy who, who runs her department. She says, We found an association between fluoride levels in drinking water during childhood and osteosarcoma for males diagnosed before age 20. Douglas's $1.3 million, 15-year study did not find a link between drinking fluoridated water and developing osteosarcoma. He said Besson's study is a subset of his study and that he had not been able to replicate her results. So he pretty much denies what she has done because he said, I couldn't do what she did, so it must not be true. The Environmental Working Group, a Washington, D.C.-based advocacy, uh, advocacy group, recently filed an ethics complaint against Douglas because he allegedly cited Basin's study in his report, despite the opposite conclusions reached by the two studies. Douglas said he just listed Basin's study as a related publication and not a reference. Now, Douglas has received, so is uh, Chester Douglas, has received widespread criticism for defending the use of fluoride while being an editor of a publication founded, funded by a fluoride toothpaste maker. Douglas wrote a letter in Cancer Causes and Control where Besson's work was published, warning readers to take the results of Besson's study with discretion. Now, then... Earlier, uh, in a way, it came out that there was a um, uh, this study from Douglas, Chester Douglas. So federal investigators and Harvard University officials are probing whether a Harvard professor buried research suggesting that there was a link between fluoridated tap water and bone cancer in adolescent boys. The National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, which funded Chester Douglas's 1.3 million study, and the university... Harvard University are investigating why the Harvard School of Dental Medicine epidemiologist told federal officials he found no significant correlation between fluoridated water and osteosarcoma, which is a rare form of bone cancer. Now, what happens is, is that he pretty much was paid by the fluoride companies and in order to make the study that looked like everything was hunky-dory. And that has been used for a long time until this other student comes around, this researcher, and says, wait a second, you know, that is definitely a danger in the use of fluoridation because it's not, it's a man-made toxic metal that really can mess up our immune system. So, folks, we're done next week. Take it for what it is. For next week, 8 o'clock, I'll be here again for another edition of Gesundheit with Jacobus. I really, really appreciate you have been with me and I hope that you uh, will uh, listen to Tom when he comes on next 
And I'll talk to you again next week, Saturday from 8 to 11. Integrative Medicine, the future of healthcare. Every Saturday morning, right here from 8 to 11 a.m.